the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Well, here we are at the last Tuesday of 2021. Whew. I hope all of you had a lovely holiday weekend and are preparing for your exciting new year, ushering out the 2021 and welcoming 2022, hopefully with open arms and excitement about the year ahead for you, if not personally, but financially, something a lot of people think about towards the end of the year and set a lot of goals. I'm hearing a lot from our listeners who are excited about the weekly challenges that we're putting out there and the feedback on what this has done for you as individual listeners, giving you pieces of information, giving you thoughts to um, chew on within the family, particularly over the holidays has been really exciting for me. So thank you for everyone who reaches out to me and lets me know how this show is affecting your financial future. My name is Misha Dimitruk. I am the branch manager and senior loan originator at Essex Mortgage in sunny Santa Cruz. I have been in home lending now for, this is starting my 26th year. My NMLS is 694427. If you have a question, if you need help, support, or guidance on your current real estate transaction financing, if you are posturing yourself for a future financing endeavor, or if you're just certain that you need someone who's going to help you strategize, don't hesitate to give me a call. 831-435-0385. You can email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com, or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, this week is a very busy week for a lot of people. Wedged between two holidays, there's a lot that needs to get done before the end of the year. And what I'm hearing from our listeners is that people are still stressed, but they have taken a break. Kudos to everyone who decided that they were taking a break from trying to do it all and just focus on the things that carry the most importance for you and your family. And when it comes to your real estate financing and the transaction that you either have on the table now or plan to put in place, a lot of what I'm hearing about is how to manage your credit, how to improve your credit, and how to posture yourself correctly so that you know that you're in the best position for when you want to make that move. For some of you, you're thinking, and the message that I'm hearing anyway, is that, well, I don't need to look at that now because I'm not planning on making a purchase until maybe the late spring, early summer. Take it from me, folks. It is never too early to be certain of your position. If there is work that needs to be done to get you to a better position, you assuredly could tackle that now and go into your future financing endeavor 
excited about it rather than stressed about trying to make this shift before you make an acquisition. If there is repair that needs to be done, if you have credit problems, if you have a documentation issue, if your income isn't being reported correctly, it's something that has taken place a lot of lately as employers have moved to automated reporting systems. Those things can take time and can impede your process down the road. The sooner you know what the challenges that you might have to deal with are, the sooner you can address them and begin the process of enjoying a buy. And that's something that a lot of buyers in the Bay Area are laughing at me for saying, but it is actually possible if you have prepared yourself sufficiently and if you have got the right team of experts around you, I promise you the purchase itself can be an exciting one, particularly if you have flexibility. Some of the things that the listeners have reached out to me and relayed over is that they weren't aware of how many other things they would need to do when it came to acquiring a property. They weren't aware of hiring inspectors. They weren't aware of interviewing and requesting quotes for insurance. They weren't aware of understanding. Some people even relayed that they weren't sure that they needed to hire their own cable and internet providers. There are multiple things that need to take place and better for you to be educated in advance so that you can show up, execute on your transaction, and be excited about your home ownership. All of the education that happens up front makes you a stronger and savvier buyer and gives you that sense of feeling in control of the situation, at least information-wise. You're not as thrown off by how many things need to be done, how many disclosures are sent to you. There are disclosures that come with the purchase of your property that are related to the house and the contract. And then there are disclosures when it comes to the loan. There are going to be disclosures when it comes to the insurance. Do you have an HOA? It's a, it's a tedious process. And there are a lot of pieces of information that really are on you to understand or raise your hand and say, I don't understand. Can someone explain it to me? The team of professionals that you hire to have around you is going to be key to your getting all that information up front. So you're not scrambling to get information or finding out after the fact that you didn't understand thoroughly. If you need support and guidance in those ways, please reach out to the professionals that you are working with now, or let me know how the team here at Essex Mortgage can support you in all the ways that you deserve it. With regard to last week's challenge, I got a call from Ernesto. Ernesto, thank you so much for your call. We have a riveting conversation about strategy and how to apply his funds differently given the new loan limits that are starting January 1st. Ernesto relayed that because of the loan limit uh, raising, excuse me, he was able to keep his cash that he had earmarked for reserves and not apply his 401k funds. He had planned, excuse me, he had planned on taking a loan from his retirement account because he needed to have, he wanted to have the cash that was left as his reserves. And um, with some investors and some jumbo loans in particular, they only allow a certain amount of reserves to come from a retirement account. So Ernesto was elated that he now has elevated purchase power. He has the ability to not have to tap into his retirement account. He's using some of that cash that he doesn't need for reserves to buy down his interest rate. And he's saving on his monthly obligation because of it. Ernesto, I'm so excited for your future because now you have felt the power of information and the conversation was just one revelation after another. 
of how the information that he is getting you know, from this show and from our conversation is helping him to minimize his monthly expense and feel happy about the purchase that he's making. Now, most people feel happy about the purchases that they're making. They do, but the, the process of it becomes really stressful. The numbers seem to weigh on people. And in the Bay Area, because the numbers are higher, because the price points are higher, people are feeling that crunch. So in the, the avenue of learning more and saving more, Ernesto is definitely the winner here because he's taken the information I've shared about buying down your interest rate, understanding your financing strategy, how to flex that financial muscle and make your money work harder for you. He's improved his credit score and he had a riveting conversation with me, but also went off to have a conversation with his insurance provider and learned how he can better structure his intended insurance plan so that his premium is lower and the coverage meets his needs. So that's moving me on to my next point here. For all homeowners and for all buyers, having proper insurance is going to be a huge part of your financial portfolio that is so important for you to learn. Far too often we hear, I just want the cheapest insurance. Well, when you're making the biggest purchase of your life, when you're spending the most money ever that you've ever spent, having that expenditure, that asset insured appropriately is going to be so big for your portfolio, for your longevity, and for your safety. But insurance isn't simple. And having an insurance agent, a live human, once again, I know you guys hear me say this all the time, but a live human who will explain to you what the insurance coverage you have means, what is covered, what is not covered, what the limitations are on the certain coverages that you do have. A lot of different companies will calculate based on the cost of the home to rebuild in the event of a total loss, and they will create for you generic fields of coverage in other avenues personal liability, personal property. But sometimes those are itemized. Sometimes they're not included in the original premium amount and you can adjust those. If your personal property is worth extensive amounts of money, you wanna make sure that you're sufficiently covered. Understanding those limits will help you. Do you need specific writers for your jewelry, for your technology? Uh, when I used to do lending on the East Coast, um, furs, People with extensive fur coat collections was something that came up on a routine basis. So having your personal property and your property as in your, your structure, your dwelling and your home insured sufficiently protects you and insulates you from bigger costs down the road. But there are ways that you can get smarter about your insurance coverage by learning about your insurance coverage that allow you to minimize the costs based on ensuring what you have and what you need. Now, because of the fires in California, insurance has been a challenging topic for buyers. And a lot of buyers are finding out that the area that they are shopping in might be particularly expensive when it comes to insuring the home. I had, I had clients who backed out of purchase transactions because of the limited types of insurance that were available to them and the somewhat exorbitant costs. Uh, likewise, I've had clients who found a property that was on a water source, uh, rivers and and elected not to make that purchase because of the required flood insurance. So insurance plays a very key role in your life, but also in the financing and working with a live agent to help you understand your options is going to be of huge benefit to everyone. Additionally, I know everyone sees these commercials out there. 
bundling. Everything is bundled these days. With insurance, the benefit of bundling is that the more lines of coverage you have with any one company, the cheaper each and every one of them becomes. So if you aren't already bundled with your home and auto policy, or your home and auto and boat policy, or your home and auto and boat and um, off-road vehicle, whatever the, all of the lines of coverage are that you have, it's really important that you look at tying those all together under one company. And having an annual assessment of that is also going to be beneficial for you. Do you know what your coverage amounts are? If you're a homeowner, do you know what your cost to rebuild is as determined by your insurance agency? Now, this is a, a big issue for a lot of homeowners presently because they found out after a fire that they hadn't had an insurance review in 10, 15, 20 years, and they were underinsured for what it is that they have now and the cost to rebuild what they have as is. And that's what the benefit of insurance is. Uh, those are those are my big hot button items that came up today and through my conversation with Ernesto. So again, Ernesto, thank you so much for bringing back to me how much this show has brought to you. I really, really appreciate it. We are going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. But again, if you have a call that you need to place to me today or a question that you need answered, 831-435-0385 is the best number to reach me. Misha at Essex Mortgage, Facebook or LinkedIn. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back. While we were on the break, I went looking for my phone because I had a fantastic text from Rebecca. Rebecca had sent me a text over the holiday asking about making a purchase while in contract on another home. She had the opportunity to sell a property for a substantial profit and was making an initial purchase and was looking to make a secondary purchase and wanted to know what would happen and what are the effects if you were in essentially in contract on two different properties at the same time. And realistically, if you qualify for both of them, there there really shouldn't be that much of, of any stripe for you. Um, If you are working with the same company in order to achieve the financing for both properties, what ends up happening is that they ask that those transactions close simultaneously. Now, sometimes that's not possible because of the the close of escrow on one versus the the conditioning of the the second property. If in Rebecca's situation, she had one escrow that was nearly closing and then one that was just beginning. Um, In the instance of a refinance and a purchase, they, if you're working with the same company, they often will say they want them to close simultaneously. Um, so understand what the restrictions are when you are doing more than one transaction at the same time, because you don't want to find yourself in a position where because of the lender you've chosen to work with, or because of the current financing situation that you're in, one needs to be extended or one needs to be um, delayed and, or one needs to be pushed forward faster in order to make it happen? And do you have the ability to do that? So thank you, Rebecca, for reaching out to me and learning sort of what it is that you are going to be experiencing as you progress through your transaction. I I also received a call from Greg and Greg was looking at purchasing a manufactured home. Greg had a very tough entry into the buying market because of the prospect of looking at a manufactured home that actually turned out to be considered for financing purposes, a mobile home. Now I know that that's tricky. And the reason being is that 
HUD, Housing and Urban Development, came out and said back in the 70s and said, hey, listen, we need to create a standard for, for these homes that are being made and hauled in on wheels and put onto foundation or sometimes not even taken off of the wheels um, and just set up and people begin living in them. So they created a standard for the housing that was considered mobile home at the time and began the prospect of calling manufactured home. Now, the building process isn't, isn't hugely different as far as it's, it's a pre-constructed home that arrives and is put together the remaining pieces. If it's a single wide, there's nothing else to show up and be put together. If it's a double or a triple wide, they assemble those two or three pieces on site and tie all of the plumbing and electrical that are already in the walls and already done together. And that house is livable in a very, very short period of time. Um, for Greg, the property was advertised as a single family home and with buyer to do their due diligence. Now, as a new buyer and working with a friend who is a new realtor, they were not very well versed in what it was that this actually meant and how much work was going to go into it for them. Um, it appeared to be visually a manufactured home, which didn't throw Greg off entirely. But when it came down to the prospect of whether or not it could be financed as a manufactured home, it's based on the year. Based on the year of the home that Greg was in contract on, it's actually a manufactured, not a manufactured home, but a mobile home, which changes the financing pretty, pretty seriously. Um, for a lot of clients, they think they're saving money by choosing a lower price point on a mobile or manufactured home. But in the long run, mobile and manufactured lending, the term, the, the number of years that that loan will go is actually shorter than a 30-year loan. There are some 30-year loans that are out there depending on the age of the unit. Um, but when it comes to older units, such as the one that Greg was purchasing, he, the longest term loan that we could find for him was 25 years. And, and that is two years longer than some of the other institutions that he spoke with. Um, they don't require a great, much more down payment. Some local banks and community credit unions will say that they will finance those older mobile homes if you put a larger down payment down. Um, I do have the ability to do a lesser down payment. Minimum down is five, whereas the credit union told him 30. But it changes everything about it. Property type matters. Whether you're buying a single family home or whether you're buying a condo or whether you're buying a manufactured home or whether you're buying a mobile home, you need to know what is it that you're actually buying? And you need to understand the ramifications of what kind of a property is that? Do you have a homeowners association do? Do you have the ability to insure that property readily, easily, and in an affordable manner? Um, you know, when it comes to the property type, it also has effect on the rate that you are going to acquire. So for clients who have gone out and said, I'm buying a condo, I'm buying a condo, I'm buying a condo. And the next thing you know, they're looking at a single family home and they think, oh, my credit must have gone up because the interest rate improved. It's really because you've changed to a different property type. I know that that seems confusing out in the market, but different property types carry greater liability. And this industry is all about liability. If you have questions about the property that you're purchasing or the financing that you are seeking for it, let me know. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back and we have with us today Daniel Ibrahimi. Daniel, welcome back. It's been a while since we've had you on the show. 
Daniel has moved to a fantastic new real estate brokerage. He is now with Coldwell Banker Realty. Daniel, how are you today? Doing fantastic, Misha. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. So Daniel, making a move like this is not for the faint of heart, but is, is not a small decision to make. And the benefits are obvious when you make that decision to make a move. Tell us, what are you looking forward to most about moving your, your business and your clientele to Caldwell Banker? Thank you very much, Misa. What I'm looking forward to is uh, being able to take care of my clients at full uh, maximum capacity with all the extra tools that I'm uh, given now and just so much support, so much internal support that I never had before. So I am super excited, looking forward to 2022 and hoping to get more inventory out there and getting people in the homes. Right. Well, support is such a big deal in our industry. And, and everybody understands this. When you don't feel like you have the support that you need in order to focus on the job that you're supposed to be doing, if you don't have somebody who's handling all the peripheral aspects of, of the job on the whole, then you are managing every little tiny piece of it and not focusing on the PowerPoint that you are supposed to be aligned with the most. And in sales, there's a lot that comes into and contract-wise and, and negotiation-wise that needs to be done by the, the sales officer. And then typically you'll end up having marketing that helps you with getting your name out there. You'll have transaction coordinators that help you keep the documents and the transaction online, um, dealing with escrow companies and appraisers and, and the lenders as a whole, it requires a team. And so it, whenever you see someone's name on a billboard, on a business card, know that they are the face of their team and their support structure really, really matters. So it's a really exciting move for you, Daniel. I'm, I'm thrilled. Thank you. So you hit, you hit the other hot button, inventory. Tell me, oh, Daniel, Tell us, what do you think is going to happen here with the inventory coming out here this, as we move into winter and uh, you know, prices are not yes. falling, the sky is not falling, rates are not skyrocketing. What do you see is going to be coming for us in, you know, in, in a foreseeable month or so? Definitely, Misha. I do think after January 15th, there will be more inventory coming out because so many people are leaving California mm -hmm. um, from what I'm seeing. And I yep. do think as we get into winter and slowly going to February and March, there will be a fair amount more inventory coming on because of one, the taxes and mm -hmm. a lot of other reasons why people are leaving and going out of state, for example, or definitely out of area. So we, we talk about this in our meetings that more inventory is coming. We just don't have it yet. But I, I do think we're going to have a fair amount of houses um, in the coming next one or two months or three months. Right. Wonderful. And what that definitely number is, the, we don't know. <laughs> so, so fair. So fair. I mean, that's, that's definitely the trend that we've been hearing. A lot of people that I've spoken to have that have been on the fence about whether or not to sell, um, whether it's political or retirement motivated, whether it's health concerns, whether it's just that they've decided to make this their time and, and take the opportunity to work remotely. A lot of people have elected to leave the area and leave California on a whole. And that is going to free up a lot of people's currently residing in properties. But a lot of people I spoke to said they just wanted to make it through the holidays. They wanted to get through the holidays and, you know, because they felt like they missed last year's holidays this year, they were enjoying them. And, and then they would begin making their move in the early parts of this year. So I know that that's something that um, I know you and I have talked about 
that sellers have said they're not quite ready, but they're getting prepared. And I'm, I'm hopeful that we're going to see this come together for a lot of the buyers that are out there who really do want to stay and um, are excited about the opportunities that these people leaving will create for them. Now, Daniel, we're going to go to break here in just a moment, but I'd like you to stay on if you can. There's more conversation to be had about the real estate environment here in the Bay Area. And Daniel is a key component of buyers and sellers success. And I look forward to the opportunity to bring more of his expertise to you, the listeners. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are back with Daniel Ibrahimi with Caldwell Banker. Daniel, before we went to break, I, I indicated I was going to tap into your expertise here. I know the trends in the market are continuing and buyers are still outbidding each other left and right. What are you seeing as far as the competitive nature amongst buyers and how frequently are buyers being encouraged to release all contingencies, appraisal, inspection, loan, all of it? Thank you, Misha. Buyers are, um, you know, expected to remove contingencies, especially in the immediate Bay Area. Um, anywhere from, I'd say, San, San Francisco down to Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz County. Mm-hmm. Um, the market's still really hot because people want to take advantage of these interest rates. So, you know, if you trust your realtor, if you trust your lender, your lender gives you the green light, you've already been approved through the system, all your financials are with the underwriter and you have the okay, go ahead and remove those contingencies because if you don't, the next three, four, five offers on the table most likely will be removing all contingencies for a much stronger competitive bidding outcome. Um, As well as your property contingency, that's another huge thing. Most of the time, I'd say 98% of the time, Sellers are up front. If you have those up front, you know what the house is about, and you trust your what you read. Go ahead and remove everything, so you can increase your chances. Right, that's a valid point, and this I think circles back around to the number one message that I would like for all of our listeners who are in the shopping realm to get today. It's a lot of reading, folks, but it is imperative that you do it. The inspections, the reports that are provided along with the purchase of your property, you need to read through them. You need to thoroughly understand them and you need to ask questions if you don't understand what something means. But having the ability to read through these and for buyers who have made multiple offers, they know what I'm talking about. You'll stay up late reading through the disclosures because your offer is going out in the morning. It's prepared. It's being sent. You just need to read through the disclosures that night. So getting familiar with these forms and understanding what's in them and what that means for your future purchase is going to be key. And working with that professional realtor is going to allow you the ability to have someone else who understands these reports and what the the information they provide means right there at your fingertips. They are on your team and available to help you make those important decisions and going into making an offer, but also once you have an offer on the table as far as your negotiation tactics. Now, Daniel, sellers. Sellers are holding the keys to the Bay Area right now. What would your message be to all of the sellers out there? To all of the sellers out there? Mm-hmm. What I would say is if you have been on the fence for selling and trying to get 
all your equity out, I would do it between the next 30 to 60, 90 days because the market could shift. We don't know what the future will bring. Um, but I'd say if you're thinking about oh, doing it in the spring, I wouldn't wait. A lot of things, uh, maybe indicators that the market could be shifting, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. I'd say go ahead, put your house on the market, and if you're one of the only homes on the market in your neighborhood, that gives you much more uh, stronger position versus another five homes on the same street for sale if everybody's on the market at the same time. So I'd say go for it and uh, make it happen. Right. So true. Now, last year, we saw this time of year coming in, starting of the year, prices were were hot and sellers started getting themselves warmed up to the idea of selling and thinking, I'll, I'll put it on in the spring and, and I'll get an even higher price than what I would have gotten here in January, February. And that just wasn't the case. It didn't grow as exponentially for a lot of sellers that were sort of slow to bring their properties to the market. So they somewhat missed a, a wave of high opportunity to sell their properties at, at a higher price point. Obviously, they still sold it at, at a sufficient price point, but could they have gotten that, that top of the market as the market jumped? Now, for sellers, that's if you're in it for the money and that's what you're wanting to get out of it, hitting it at, at that exact point is going to be key. Um, but Daniel, what would you say to the people who say, my property isn't ready yet? I, I still have projects that I want to do. Yeah. I would say do the very bare minimum. Of course, talk to your trusted realtor about that, depending on the property and the location. Um, most of the time, you don't need to do much or anything at all. At least just get it presentable, clean, maybe some nice, fresh uh, landscaping in front and get your inspections, put it on the market because buyers will come in there and they will still pay you a premium today, close escrow, and they will do whatever they want, you know? Mm -hmm. In some cases, they'll even tear down the whole house. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> focus all my energy on doing all these projects. I would get it on the market, sell it, and get your money out. So valid. I'm oftentimes Daniel and I are talking with clients who are postured to sell a property before they buy a new one, and you hear them lament over the projects that they had wanted to do over their life of the ownership of the property that they never got to, and they feel like they. They, for themselves, for their own closure on it, maybe need to have the desire to get to those big projects, things, you know, big shifts in the property that, that they never got to while they live there. And they, of course, hurry, want to hurry up and do it before they get to selling the property. And you know, we're having the conversation with them of talking about dollar for dollar, too, that sometimes these projects that people have in mind are just wish list things, but they don't actually add value. So making sure you're speaking with your realtor about what your intended improvements to the property are before you go to put your property on the market are going to be the most beneficial to you. If you planned on doing something that you're putting money into in hopes of getting money back out, you need to understand what is the exchange there. Because sometimes what people put in and sometimes the effort and money that they apply doesn't equate to dollars to them on the backside. And sometimes it's an actual deterrent. I know, Daniel, we've we've run through this before where what someone did to their property headed into putting it on the market actually made it less appealing. All right, Daniel, um, yep. please it, it, give everyone your contact information. Let them know how you can be reached and how they can be part of the benefit you. of your expertise. Thank you, Misha. My cell phone is best. My cell phone is 408-761-2883.
Wonderful. You're well, um, I wish you all, all the best. Text that number. All right, great. I wish you all the best at Caldwell Banker and you and I, I know we'll be in touch, but thanks for joining us again today, Daniel. You're welcome, Misha. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not have a, an expert realtor, if you are thinking about selling, if you are thinking about buying and you need to have a trusted ally in the real estate transaction, give Daniel a call. He is available to help you and, and an excellent guy with a lot of resources. We are about to take a break and come back with our favorite segment of the show, or at least mine and what the callers who let me know they're excited about are calling and telling me. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. We'll be back in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. Welcome back to the top of the hour here. My my favorite segment, the weekly challenge. Now, this week's challenge is I'm not going easy on you because it's the end of the year. In fact, this might be the one that is the, the most difficult for some people. But my, my challenge for this week is to really get tight on your 2022 budget. No matter what your goals are, whether you're an individual, whether you're a couple or a family, having financial goals is going to be really important to your success. Writing them down is going to afford you the ability to setting the intention, making it really clear, and then creating a plan for how to achieve those goals. So don't leave the kids out. Don't leave your partner out. Get together, get everybody together and have the conversation of what is it we would like to do this year, even if you're not planning to buy a home, even if you are looking at the opposite, maybe you're planning to sell your home, maybe you're planning to downsize, whatever your goals are, I'm asking that you sit down, have a collective conversation about it. It might help you learn about what your partner or your children are hoping to achieve this year, what your, your, your parents are trying to achieve this year, but having all of that and a clear conversation allows you to strategize as a group and give you a really clear idea of what it is you're working towards. And if you need help understanding how to achieve those goals, reach out for guidance. There are financial advisors that are out there who can help you plan, structure your retirement. If you need help understanding how your real estate is going to help you, obviously I am here for you, but I really do encourage you to make this a known event and to write it all down, get everyone's buy-in, and then have touch points. Have a monthly family meeting and say, how are we doing? You know, um, bake a cake and sit down and celebrate what milestone you have achieved this month. And know that you are working towards something as a collective group. If that involves making a purchase for a home, understand that getting pre-approved is going to be your strongest starting point because it gives you an understanding of where you are now. And if anything needs to be done on your end, on your employer's end, do you need to structure differently? Do you know your financing options? If you are looking to sell your property, it's still important to understand what your financing opportunities are when you leave this property. Even if you have the ability to pay cash, is that the wisest and best move for you? So there's a lot of flexibility that comes into play and that puts everything on the table when you work with your budget. Include the opportunity to go out for a meal. Include fun, include clothing, include paying down some of that high interest debt, include understanding your liabilities personally as the family and also your utilities. This is a great opportunity for parents to bring their kids in on, hey, guess what? If we save $25 on our electric bill by making sure we turn off all those lights when we leave the room, that gets us closer to our goal. And if the kids are excited about it and join in the fun and join in the function of it, 
you will find more success as a group. For those who are looking to refinance and still wondering when is the best time, if you're seeing the headlines that say mortgage rates are rising, yes, mortgage rates are going up. Please don't feel like you have missed the opportunity to structure the financing that best fits your needs. Give me a call and let me know how we can work through the current rates refinance to your best benefit and achieve that goal that you were looking for with the idea of refinancing, whether it's paying off that consumer debt, whether it's getting to that renovation project that you may or may not have been putting off, or whether it's really just about getting yourselves structured for the rest of your life, for the future of your finances, and, and maybe of, for retirement or for growing your family. I'm here to help you understand what all of your options are and to best structure for your financial goals. It's been a pleasure being with you this entire year, and I am so grateful for all of the listeners who have called. Please keep coming back to me with your questions and your wants and needs. 831-435-0385, Nisha, N-E-S-H-A, at Essex Mortgage. Happy New Year and stay safe. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.